Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you, Mike. Um, I just sent Brooke a picture and promotions of Lori still trying oh, to boy. get her ticket mm. for the concert. Tonight. It is. It's an all play. I've had to. It's un- an all play. I've had, I've had help from the audience. I had to uninstall an app. I've changed my password. I'm worried now. I've lost my other tickets. I'm trying not to think <laughs> about it. Casey, okay. Casey is excited that we're going to the Cure. So okay, so that is even what though we you know what the Cure did, they posted yesterday. I saw this on Ross Rayla's uh, Twitter account. Their whatever their image is for this concert, and it said, "See you all in Minneapolis." Even though mm. they're playing in St. Paul At and staying in yeah. St. Paul. I'm like, mm. oh, that's just so rookie. It, it is so rude. That it's rookie mistake yeah. is what and it I, is. And it shouldn't offend, but it does. Well, it doesn't offend me, but it offends my, like, who's ever in charge of the social media. It's lazy. It's just lazy. It's so easy to oh, know where Lord. you're playing. But they do it all the time. I've been at the X, and I, the person will say, it's so great to be in Minneapolis. And people yell, like, say ball. Prince, a uh, Prince. What is, is it Prince, would have been Prince's 65th birthday today? Yesterday. Yesterday. Oh, because First Avenue had a nice. Yeah. Muriel, Muriel, Muriel's cousin, Muriel. We have a special Prince thing planned for five o'clock for everybody. Oh, we do? Yes, we do. But I thought I would start with the, okay, so, you know, I've told you that Casey has become my little part-time producer at home and he reads the Washington Post for me. And like this morning, he's like, oh, there's a big recap on your scandal that you were watching last night about Vanderpump. Oh, gosh. And then... Don't. Yeah. Don't. I'm done. And then he found a story. He said, I think you're going to like it because there's a Minnesota connection. And um, remember... Vanderpump? No, oh, about uh, now we're moving to France. We're oh, going perfect. over to Paris. I've we're been going, waiting. I've been waiting. We're going to Paris. <laughs> and remember when Notre Dame burnt down the fire and it was just so absolutely shocking how it was ravaged and when i was in paris last september we saw how they were working like 24 7 on notre dame and they put up little uh metal housing housing for the different carpenters and all the people who are working the electricians and all of that and so if time travel was uh, possible, medieval carpenters would be amazed to see. Because that Notre Dame was built 800 years ago. And anyone who's ever seen Notre Dame, you know, it's so amazing. But they're using all the woodworking techniques that they used. Back eight, in the day. 800 and it, and it, years ago. And if you read Pillars of the Earth. That's right. Remember all the raisings of all the cathedrals. And the hand axes. They're using hand axes to fashion hundreds of beams for the church. And so this guy, Peter Henriksen, is one of the lead carpenters. He's 61. He's from Grand Marais, Minnesota. Oh. And he has been over there. Um working and uh, the associated press interviewed him and he said there are times when he's whacking mallet on chisel 
and he finds himself thinking about his medieval counterparts who are cutting the same joint 800 years ago. And the use of the hand tools is, is a deliberate choice by the guy who's leading it up. Even though they could do it more quickly, they want to keep the astounding craftsmanship of the church that they had so that its old-fashioned beauty lives on and people can continue to marvel and he said um he said uh it must have been back in the day people just had all this information in their head because they're trying to get this open by december of 2024 it won't be open in time for the paris, the paris olympics. olympics okay and um so anyway he he just said it's amazing to think they did that with what they had and we've got these spreadsheets that are done on you know computer screen and um most of the artisans that are working on notre dame are all french or from someplace else in europe he's one of the few americans is and it, only minnesotan working i like there. knowing that yeah. there's there was such a good scandal about the guy in charge because weren't they renovating it at the yes. time? And then yes. the guy that was in charge of renovating was the kind of the guy in charge of burning it down well, by, he, by accident? He, yeah, they took a shortcut, and it was an accident, but he is to blame. And I think CBS Sunday morning blamed him. did an interview with them, yes, and he, he did. said, I am to blame. I am to blame. And the guilt that he's had, which can't you... Yeah, well, they have Can a retired imagine? French army general who's in charge of the whole operation because they're working like basically 24 seven they are yeah it's like when they built u.s bank stadium remember how the lights were on 24 7 do you remember that i do buy it all the time larry you never drive a freeway there yeah <laughs> I, I don't know why you think i don't drive Cause freeway because well to work i mean i drove yeah, it all i mean she's so bitter that i'm I really, seven miles from work she's just a bitter betty so tomorrow morning we are um going to be doing trivia with jason and alexis and holly oh, sex, in, sex the city. in the city and Lori, the the technology part. Lori's decided to drive in now. Oh yeah, I think seven minutes. Like, you gotta do a minutes. link. You gotta bring home your headset. Uh, I'm like, screw that. I'm driving a, in. You gotta have a laptop. Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, it was all too much. So we don't know how we're gonna do, and we kind of um, you printed out something. Julia, we're gonna be great. I oh, mean, there's we know everything. Sex in the city. If we get asked like names of actors or characters then i'm slightly worried because there's so many boyfriends so many actors so oh, no many, no no so many people like could you name mikhail barishnikov's character okay we Carrie can't Bradshaw? but here are all i mean here, I, I here don't are know. all the stars Petrov? oh that's a good one Petrov, i think was his name um will arnett justin Theroux, david Duchovny, vince vaughn john slatterly bobby cannavale john bon jovi timothy oliphant ron livingston and matthew mcconaughey John Slattery. All okay, wait. Let's remember the John Slattery, Carrie Bradshaw, whatever his character was. He was like a politician. And after they he's went from out, Mad Men, if you're trying yeah. to remember, gray hair. Yeah, he's, he's married to George Minnesota. Clooney's for first ex-wife. And um, and he's from like Edina. Not John Slattery, no. His wife is. Somehow there's a connection. Okay, but, but moving back to on this. to Carrie Bradshaw and the Slattery character, they go out to like some political fundraiser and they go back to his place for, you know, making outs, whatever they're going to do. Trying and they, on Manolo Blahniks. And he asks if he can pee on her in the shower. Oh. 
And then she, that's, that's where we first heard about it. That it became you knew about it before then, but I didn't. Oh, about golden, golden showers? showers? Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, I'm, I don't get I that. I feel lucky. I'm glad no one ever asked me to do that. I can honestly say. Well, you would have said hell no. Well, I don't know. It depends on what you know, <laughs> how old I was. Where well, I was. Well, if you're taking a shower. I don't know. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, so, but she had that. That's all. That's I his story. That's his story. Burgers. The you post know post-it note. note. But Jason. One of those guys could be listening, so I don't want to. You like? Uh, I think they aren't. Do you think they are? They I, probably are. They might be doing show prep for tomorrow. Wait a second. Listening to our is, show. Is someone listened to this in the past weeks to give us a heads up? Uh, they've been studying. They were going to watch shows and study. Oh, I, you know what? I I really don't like the overachieving students. I really don't. I'm just going to say that, you know, why can't you just slide by with what you know and what you know? I don't know. You know, I'm not planning on studying a bit. I'm going to the cure. Lori. I mean, who is time for sex? I'm going to have to rely on my old noggin and what's in the memory bank. I'm more worried about. And um, I'm okay if, if we don't win. I'm just going to put it out there. Although we will. I want to win. Okay, yeah. I always want to win, but I'm so okay with not winning, too, that I don't want to raise voices and be stressed. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I'm not going to be stressed. But, I mean, I will just say we have bragging rights. There is a Sex in the City, a leather-bound book that was put out after the show ended. Who has that book? You we have it in the double wide. Oh, we do. And in it, there's a story about Lori Bargini and her friend Julia Cobbs who went to Vegas and wore I bottle was- caps. That became, I'm not in it. Am your I name is it? Yeah, both of our names Actually, are in it. And that that was fee- only the only okay. outside of the writers' room idea to come on the show. And we have a little blurb in the Sex and the City history book. So I'm just you know, and we and, should win just with that alone. Oh Lori, why don't you just send them that and oh, no. say game over? I'll say it tomorrow. <laughs> I'll say it tomorrow. You know, I'll don't, try and stir don't. the pot. We just heard it. No, no, they haven't heard it. I have, Julia. I've heard it so many times. You could never be in PR. You have to say the same thing over and over so in lovely, engaging way. There are so many nipple facts I know. If All it right. was a nipple Look trivia tomorrow, we would win hands down. We are live at El Burrito Mercado. Happy hour is happening. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Grant here for Ridgeview. Now, Ridgeview is an independent, nonprofit regional healthcare system serving the southwest metro region of the Twin Cities and beyond. Now, earlier this morning, I had the chance to go speak in front of a lot of the uh, people that are involved with everything that Ridgeview does out in Waconia. And I'll tell you right now, the focus of this speech was gratitude. And I have nothing but gratitude for Ridgeview and what they've done for my family and all the communities that they serve, not just Waconia. So let's just start out with this. Like, if I had to tell you, that there's one place out there that you can get your healthcare needs taken care of while being treated like a family member, that is Ridgeview. No questions asked. And their promise to you is that you matter here, and that is 100% the truth. I have experienced it. My parents have experienced it. My grandparents have experienced it. Over 40 years, our family has been a part of the Ridgeview family. And you need to go yourself and check it out because they will treat you, like I said, as if you're a part of one of their own. And they will always be by your side making by your side, making sure that you're always taken care of. And for that, I am always grateful. You can start out at RidgeviewMedical.org to learn more. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. 
Okay, so the ticket has still not been found. We'll just update you, you know, throughout the day because I'm sure you're just on pins and needles like we are waiting for Lori to get her tickets. Uh, we're still working on it. It was a false alarm. I feel like, couldn't you just show up and oh, just say? So boring. I, I have faith. I have total faith it's going to all work out. Okay. Like I do every time. Look at, and this is an hour and a half into it. Okay. Oh, yeah. I have a couple things. Now, this I thought was kind of interesting. Um, Molly Ringwald, of course, from all those movies. It Pretty was, and Pink, 16, and 16 Candles. candles. But when she was testing for 16 Candles, she tested with Viggo Mortensen. For what? To play the audition of... Her um, dad? Michael Schauffling. No, I think it was the guy in the, in the Porsche at the end. Oh, the hot guy? The He's hot too guy. old. Well, this is what she said. She wanted him to be in 16 Candles. He actually kissed her during the audition. So it's the hot guy at the end that we've never, Jake, 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 yeah. who we never ever saw again. Um, and she said he made me so weak in the knees, but the part he was too old for her. Well, for that part. Now she wanna. She He's wanna older it. than Molly Ringwald. He's well, in his sixties and she's in her fifties. He's like eight years older. Well, it didn't matter. Everyone well, was he's playing, playing high like, school kids when they were twenty-seven. I think Viggo Mortensen at fifteen looked like a grown-ass man. Okay, with that jawline and those big—he's he's hot. He's like one of those guys was who hot. was getting carded at a young age, or not getting because carded. he had such a manly face. Yes, he wasn't right for the part at all. He, he I'm wasn't. so glad that didn't work out. Okay, now here's a test for you with your big brain. Um, <laughs> what is the opposite of Stockholm syndrome? Uh, this is a good one. That is. Now, why would I know this? Because you read a lot of books. Okay, but I don't know that. You opposite. know just a little bit of everything. It's Lima syndrome. It's when the kidnapper, kidnappers wind up sympathizing oh. with their hostages. Okay. Like Lima. Let's let her go. Let's not chop off her hand and mail it to her dad. We I, don't I've need decided the money. she's kind of hot and I like her <laughs> uh -uh. or him. Look at how we assume it's a woman. Mm -hmm. um, all right, those were your two randoms, randomness. Um, I hope you got more than that. I really saying. forgot the main pile at home, but that's all right because I have really. This one is so dumb. People can really see the work that goes into this, the creative paperwork. You have no. Pushing Look at, there's around. There's highlighting. There's I, I can't imagine in 21 there's years reading. how many trees we've killed. Stop. Oh. Stop. You know, we're coming up to our anniversary. The 10th. No. Yeah, it's the 10th. The 10th. On Saturday. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We will have been on the air 21 years. Oh, yes. Okay. We're officially vintage. Okay. Do you guys... Now, do you know this one? Merv Griffin... 
originally wrote the song for Final Jeopardy. And Mike, if maybe you can find it, the Final Jeopardy song. Yeah, I got you. He wrote it as a theme song, Lullaby for His Son, and called it A Time for Tony. He earned more than seven. He has earned. Is that the nee, nee, nee? Yes, that's more than oh, $70 million dollars in royalties wow. in his lifetime. Time, a time for Tony. Good night, my Tony. Go to bed. Tony. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> You're a chanteuse. I can write songs. I can do it. This now, this Lori. Now was, that is something I'll never forget. Now, a that, time for Tony. No, I'll forget that. that but that I'll Merv remember Griffin. that Merv Griffin wrote it. Seventy million dollars. Wow. Okay. So this is. These were some conversation starters that are kind of like really, really weird ones. Instead of saying, "Hey, how about the weather? Hey, is that a, is that a?" A pen in your pocket or your study seat me or whatever you would say. Um, <clears throat> hey, do you recognize me from Pornhub? <laughs> I oh, yeah. used to do a lot of it back That's in the day. That's your lady. Oh. Okay, so here, now these are, I thought these were kind of silly, and these aren't mine. These are not mine, so I cannot take credit, credit for them, and nor do I really want to, but here's one. What's the strangest thing you ever pulled from your ear? A cashew-sized piece of uh, <laughs> wax that a lady dug out. It, honest to God, looked like a cashew. It was a, a, a giant cashew. It was so embarrassing, but I wished I'd taken a picture of it I, because <laughs> I can't believe it, but I can see it. And, I feel like I lived it. Oh, yeah. Julia, I, in I 21 I years, I... I know everything that's come out of you everywhere. Uh, pretty much. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. Okay. Where do you stand on carpeted bathrooms? Uh... On my feet. <laughs> <laughs> um, didn't Demi Moore have a carpeted bathroom? She did. When we took oh. a tour of her house, she had a carpeted bathroom. Back in the day. On the walls. No, in, but the floor. Yeah, carpeted the floor. bathroom. Um, is it weird to tuck in your sweater? Okay, if anyone asked me any of these questions, <laughs> I would urgently have to go to the bathroom. I here's, couldn't. Here's one for Casey. I couldn't take it. Toilet paper or flushable wipes? Oh, no. <laughs> There's no such thing as a flushable wipe, really. There people. really isn't. Mm -mm. And Kleenexes don't belong down the toilet. That's right. Especially if you have a septic tank. Yeah. I, I'm just telling you. Okay, here's a funny story. Don't so, bring Kleenex to a gift But when for we first a started on the air, we were very active with asking callers to call in. And we would like to be again. You would be, but... Um, I, I am. Anyway, but we were asking callers to call in, and I think, I don't know if we were, we read it in a magazine. Oh, don't. What was the most don't. creative use that you've ever used with mini pads? Oh, yeah. And uh, a lady called in, and she said she and her boyfriend were driving on I-70 from Denver to Lake Vale, and the sun was coming in on the window, and she had a box of mini pads, and she peeled them and put them on her passenger window mm -hmm. as a sunscreen. That was and, very funny. And, and we were just like, that is brilliant. That is that a brilliant was... use of making a shade out of it. And she said, yeah, I had like 40 of them up there. That was... But the sun was just coming right in on her. That, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. Now they make cars that you have the pull-down little thing that yeah. you clip in. Chi-chi, yeah. chi-chi. Now, I didn't know this. Um, Susan Broyle had a stroke. Did you know that? Remember her? I can dream a dream. Mm -hmm. um, so she had a stroke, and she I really have been wondering where she's been, Julia, because I've <laughs> followed her career closely, wondered when she was going to Listen, tour. Listen, she 
I dreamed a dream that yeah, she was everywhere. Cover. Everyone knew her name, and everyone still remembers her is name. Is that Lee Miz? I dreamed a dream. Is that where that's from? It is. Is it? Yeah, my brother is going in Seattle. To I think right. like to Lee Miz, like tomorrow, like maybe tomorrow night. And he was all excited, and I didn't dare tell him my that's true so feelings long. about that. That show. one's too long for me. That one's a snoozer. I'm like, oh, there's two good songs. So pace yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah, that one's a brutal one. That's a brutal one. And and sit on the edge so you can take a lot of bathroom breaks. Oh, All right, we are live at El Burrito Mercado. Um, Mercado. Feller, fellow Hubbardians, or how will we say that? Hub, Hubbardians? Hubbard people. Uh, Hubbard? They're, they're, we're not There's making not a that word. a word. We can't make it a word. forget you said but that But it's right from now. some people from our office are mm-hmm. here. Um, okay, so you want to get us caught up on some music news. We, the yeah. tickets from The Cure are still not on our phone. That's right. I now have multiple passwords, addresses, and who the hell knows what is going on with that phone. We'll figure it out. I have faith. Donna, Danielle is a Danielle, saint. and I always call you Daniela. Daniela. Close, Close enough. And it, that is a better name ever. All right. Um, I do it. But I, she was hired to work here instead of do your phone management. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's a little slow right now. Everyone's in their seat. Everyone is registered for Sam Smith tickets. You don't have to be present to win. Just FYI. So, uh, but you I, do have to take us. Yeah, right. You do. You do. So, um, this is just a little music news for you guys. I think this is kind. It is interesting. Okay. Um, Sean Mendes and uh, Camila Cabello, the contract lovers, tested out their love the second time around. How'd it go? Not well. They've already broken up because nobody cared that they got oh, back together. Oh, no. So the contract was considered null and void, and they have broken up. Abby, no one, they, no one, they went out and staged paparazzi photos, did the kissing, they, the Coachella. Nobody cared. They need another hit song. But nobody cared. Yeah, no and is. nobody cared, and so they've uh, their contract is null and void, and they've gone their separate way. No more Shamila. Okay, let me ask you if you care about this. Do you? Who remembers when I say the name Chris Gaines? Does anyone know? We've got one person here. Oh, I do. That was I, Garth, Garth Brooks, Brooks' alter ego. ego when he remember was, when yeah. he wore the black like. Um, Toupee or something. He wasn't with Miss Trisha. No. When he had this, uh, he was breaking up with his wife. He was unhappy. He was trying to wear, be a new man, wear some new this pants. Is, and it was the most interesting midlife crisis because he got a new identity. And we haven't seen, we've seen, you know, other people take new identities, but not really a man. That that was a, yeah. It was he, a, he shelved it quickly. We've, I think. But he hasn't. It's a footnote on his Wikipedia page. Okay, but mm-hmm. there was one really good song he did as Chris Gaines. I there can't was? remember what it was. I remember. Love Garth. He's in Vegas right now, Lori. Mm-hmm. But according to Garth, good news for all Chris Gaines lovers, and there's two of us. <laughs> um, he's got five more. He's got five albums. Chris Gaines? His alter ego. That he did and spent a gob of time on that he is thinking he might want to share. Forget it, Garth. If he did tickets for half price. And no, it's kind of funny, isn't it? It's. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know that the alter ego thing would fly right now. I don't know why. Are tickets not selling for his Vegas? Oh, no. I can't imagine that they wouldn't be. I'm not buying another pair. Good, Mm -hmm. Good plan. 
I missed the last one I bought. Yeah, obviously mm-hmm. I get tickets and I can't even find them. So, you but know. at least you don't pay for them and you forget to yeah. fly out to Vegas right, to see the concert a, that's month, a month later. Okay, mm-hmm. here's an interesting PR it's breakup. It's weird, though. I just thought that was kind of a... Kind of weird. We're moving on. All right. How I'm, many ways I'm, can we say weird? Ten hundred. Well, um, more wait, time. I thought we wanted to about, talk about the good King Harry. No, <laughs> I want to talk about the interesting PR strategy of Taylor Swift's we team do. making such a rare misstep. They've now gone to TMZ to insist that she and Matt oh. didn't break up because he's a racist, gross Pig. guy, but because their tour schedules didn't mesh and I'm like why why are they fighting why why can't she just realize why does she have to keep saying that you know as far as he is a gross guy he kisses he security guards guy. at his concert without invitation is, what did she say the reason why she broke up with him there was no tour, chemistry and that the tour is scheduled but they keep insisting it's not racist and all I can think of is that she does not want to acknowledge like she really picked a bad guy to get under to get over Joe Alwyn. But why you know? would she even say anything about it? Because she never says anything about this stuff. Well, That's weird. That is weird, Lori. Well, he, well, here's the quote. Well, it's true her fans applied plenty of social media pressure over the relationship. This friend tells us Maddie and Taylor were used to the noise and simply blocked it out. None of that is true. She did a collab with Ice Spice, the gal he insulted. To try and help him. And first of all, Maddie, Maddie. Look. I like a Maddie. Oh, not uh, not this one. Not this well, one. I like the name Maddie for yeah. Matt. I Here's do like a Maddie. Here's the thing. The British accent saves a lot of people think people are nicer than they are. Like, I think she was dematized. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, she was just totally dematized. And then the British accent. It's but it is. It's a combination. But it, the, Think about it. Somebody talks dirty in French or Spanish to you. You're helpless. You're absolutely helpless. Get a leg up on it. I mean, I don't know if I'd like it with an English accent. Your titties are nice. Did I just say that on the air? Yes, you did. (laughs) I don't know if I could say that. Yeah, well, you're a bad girl in a Mercado. Apparently, in an Alberito. Mm -hmm. No, but I, I think she's embarrassed. Well, but I think she's why, just embarrassed. Why put your stake in the sand? You know, Azalea ba- Banks last week was like, girl, you're in danger. Don't let him climb your rich, white, coochie mountain. He's got scabies. Just yes. to do a word-for-word word quote. That is a word-for-word. Word. I got to remember that. Don't let anybody climb up on your rich, white coochie or rich, brown coochie or whatever you may be. What if it's a poor, white coochie? Oh, Lori. <laughs> Oh, Laurie. I mean, scabies? No, thank you. I don't even know what scabies I don't either, are, but they sound terrible. But they might be related to crabs. Yeah. They could be in the same family. Yeah, I don't know. You only I've had not, those once. I've only had crabs once. <laughs> that was going to be our yeah. state fair shirt. Laurie's like, I can't believe I've only had crabs once. I mean, that's the only STD I, I've ever had. How it's shocking. It's shocking, <laughs> I tell you. And it was from my boyfriend. My high school boyfriend, the goalie, gave him to me in college. Oh. All those locker rooms. I know it. Oh, my god. Brittany gosh. deleted her Instagram where she said she was quitting music yesterday. And I say to Brittany, we weren't holding you to it. We don't hold you to anything. Think of the amount of time. 
Well, I mean, yeah, think of the amount of time I, she was under a thumb of conservatorship for 13 years. She that really, when you think about how long that is, but the delete, delete, change my mind. Well, today she did a thing where she's twirling and dancing and just celebrating. And not in the opposite direction. Yeah, but she just said, I, I, I in four years of doing straight shows in Vegas, she went out three times. Her father wouldn't allow her to go out with her crew. It's and one of the things when she toured, you know, and I saw her on the circus tour and another one, you know, like you bond with your dancers, your band, you're going out, but the whole four years of her Vegas residency, she got to go out three times and couldn't, I mean, they were just so um, cruel to her. So she just did a little celebratory thing and she made a dig at her mom and she said, um, even though I had no crazy drinking nights for 13 years, I still have the most wicked cool memories from before. Remember, all things wicked from innocence. I get to go to Vegas and be wicked like my mom now. Why would Just she, saying, why all would, in caps. Okay, but she was just supposedly with her... I, I she was with just with her mom. Yeah. Was that a... Things still need to be worked out. <laughs> Apparently still, not everything's healed. Yeah, she's still maybe just a little bit, you know, she's still processing all of that. So anyway, that's what's going on. The weekend is going to drop new music every did week. Did anyone try watching The Idol? From The Idol. Did anyone? And? Did you like it? Someone watched the first episode. Someone's going to give it another try. Yeah, huh? I'm trying. I'm hate watching I the second it. episode. It's gross. Sure. I thought it, I didn't like it. But Lori, the, Lori we, will. The weekend is going to drop a new song or or two every week in an effort to Get distract us. us from how bad of an actor he is and remember what a good singer he is. Because he is like a wooden post with a rat with a tail pony. and a rat we, tail is what you <laughs> call that. That's a rat tail. I mean, the first episode was called Pop-Tarts and Rat Tails. He is remarkably lacking in charisma, and it could impact his music career. He's playing such an unlikable person in this role. And so anyway, every week there's going to be new songs that will be on the Idol soundtrack that will be released. So there'll be like probably two tomorrow. I don't to, care. I know it. I know it. It I really so made you care. It really made you. I hated like that him. more than anything in the world. You, the guy. Yeah. Ish. It made no sense. Like, would Madonna go home with the guy who owns some random nightclub at the height of her fame? I don't know. Maybe, but probably not. You know, more likely a to some other hot guy. You know. Let me ask you: Have you ever gone home with a nightclub owner? No. I know someone who has. Do you? Mm-hmm. I probably know someone who has. I'm not looking at anybody here. <laughs> no, I no, I just I think that's interesting that they're pushing that because the reviews were just brutal, and specifically him about just how like you know he's like a wooden post. Okay, we have good stuff to Hollywood speak. Okay, are you ready? Mm. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We are at El Burrito Mercado. It is happy hour. We'd love it if you stop by. If you don't, they've got amazing things here to shop, buy, eat, drink, um, everything else you'd want to do. Shop. Yeah, I said that. I love how you listen. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia on my talk. Hey everybody, it's Lori and Julia here for First Equity Mortgage and. Um, there's only one person and one group of people to go to when you need a mortgage, and that's First Equity. They are absolutely here in our community. Love, love, love my tech listeners. 
you know, David has been um, such a partner for my tech, too. Um, oh, he, everything, Cat Video Festival, I know. the Pride Broadcast. Yes, I mean, he's always such a great team partner. He really is, and he he'll cares. be your team partner. And seriously, I've refinanced five times with him, and he has made uh, us customers for life. And I know a lot of people, are their kids are going with David now, but if you are wanting to work with the best, that's First Equity Mortgage. The number to call them is 763 763- Two five one eight thousand, or you always can go to my talk keyword David. He's local, he's in our community, and he will do right by you. We absolutely love him. That's First Equity. Just get a text from your husband that says, "Hi, sweets. Just got out of the shower. Thanks for all the food, and it's for the cabin weekend that he's not invited to." <laughs> Just got that. When a Hollywood speak it, he's eating it. Um, I'd like to welcome you to, to Just Julia. It's this new broadcast on my talk, and I finally get to just talk by myself. Lori now is in the El Burrito um, Deli picking out meat for Casey, and I think she's shopping. And we've got um, some listeners here updating her phone, and she has forgotten that we have a show. And I don't even... Mike, I'm here. let's chat. Let's Thank chat. you, because I can't see you, so I feel like I'm kind of here all alone. It's just no, Julia and Mike, a Mike Anger you. production. I would never leave you alone, no. <laughs> oh, look who stopped by. Um, uh, that's okay, Lori. You are here. Um, so anyway, I was just introducing them to my new show, Just Julia. Oh, Just Julia. How's that going for TM. you? TM. I've trademarked it and everything. I think I'd have fun. I'd need a cocktail, I think. I think I'd be funnier with just a little, just a little one. Yeah. Uh huh. Except so, you're not allowed to drink on. No, a, a we FCC we've never radio. been able to That's to right. drink against uh, all the rules. Against absolutely everything possible. Uh, okay, uh, Gina is the only person in the world to go from Spirit Ad- Airlines to a G7. Gina. Mm-hmm. This is a show that came back last night on Bravo, the original. Housewife show. Oh, oh, Orange C, oh, C. Oh, the Orange County folks. Heather Dubrow is rich, honey. Okay. Gina. Who is Gina? Gina is a housewife on Orange County. She oh. has been for, she's a New York gal. She's been on for like maybe okay, four so years. Okay, so she's the only one who's been allowed to do what? She, Gina's the only person in the world to go from Spirit Airlines to a G7. That's funny. I know pretty good right it's, but Heather listen, Dubrow is rich am, that plastic am, surgery pays the bill I am all for friending up yeah I know I am all for stepping up that friend ladder I why know. not it's just as easy to have a rich friend I would never break friend. up with anybody they'd have to be really bad oh. to me if they had private jet I mean I would just we like we flew be, on one once like 15 20 years ago 21 years ago probably Lori and I Flew on a private jet to Chicago, and it was fun. Someone wanted to buy our nipple enhancers, body perks, and he sent a plane for, for us. us. Literally, and the pilot might have been The ni- pilot 95. was 92 years old or something. I mean, but he you had can, a... You can fly private after commercial. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we did. Oh, he was great. He, he was, was great, fine. but was I was safe. an absolute... I was like, that that guy? I mean, yeah. he was around when the Model T... We just T. found out about him afterwards, when the Model T came But there, he had a co-pilot, a younger guy, so then I was like, all right, I'll, I'll get on this plane, this private plane. Okay. okay did you here. watch the OC? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Tamara's back, and she was in, uh, she was in the clubhouse last night with... Um, oh, I heard this. Andy Cohen, and he was spinning the wheel, and he said... Name the most overrated housewife of all time, and without even a pause, 
Teresa. She's not wrong. She is not wrong. I would agree 100%. She, I don't know what you're doing with your hair, but I'm, now I'm we've got a floppy poodle look going. We've got a really good poodle look going for people who are stopping by. Julia's doing things to her hair, but... Have a seat, come in and register. Uh, do you agree with Tamara that oh, uh, Teresa is the most overrated housewife of all considering time? Considering I don't even watch that show, yeah. but I've had to know enough about Teresa this year to really like her even less than I already did. She's, right. she's just... It's she's hard. overrated. It, I think Tamara has it right. And I'm I glad Tamara's I wouldn't be surprised. I think this would be a cool move. Get rid of Teresa. Teresa? Teresa from New Jersey, can you imagine? Putting her on pause. Just putting her on pause like he did with Lisa Renna and letting her say, I needed to resign. Tamara was on pause for like four she years. Was, the last I, time we saw her, she was I'm drunk willing, crying in a bush. I'm willing to take a summer pause from this show. Here's the problem mm -hmm. with Bravo shows eventually. Oh my God, now Adam is working on your phone. Oh God. Lori, this That's, phone has been passed around. It's an all play. Lori's, I'll clean it later. Lori's, Lori's <laughs> tickets. Uh, it's the, on the seventh person already. Good luck. Okay, back to you. Okay, uh, no, but here's the thing that will ha that happens with Bravo shows, and we've seen it happen with New York and Beverly Hills and New Jersey, is that all that reality eventually becomes untenable because it becomes so hard to watch. Totally. It and happened I, to Atlanta. Yeah, it, it's it's the, happening it's with the Summer real House. Life stuff where you really are. An evil person, and you're with an evil person who's going to do bad stuff and, and go to jail. Well, this happened in Salt Lake. Yes, it did. Oh, I love that show. And nothing <laughs> was going on, so they were fanning flames of just so that they're rehashing the same thing over and over. So I think it'd be funny if they would throw daggers at us, like throwing little <laughs> into our show. Lori and Julie haven't spoken for a week. Who's, who's What's going to happen? Who's going to do that? I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to. Oh, I'm going to start a rumor. Okay, Kim. We secretly hate each other. Yeah, Kim Kardashian on uh, her show that I don't know if anyone's watching it. And on Hulu, it's too much work. I can't be bothered to stream it. I it's give pathetic. you Hulu for free. I can't remember the password, and oh. I got signed out of it again. <laughs> surprise! Grant, surprise! Grant, we need you. Um, I gave you it. But in, uh, in the show last night, she admitted to Scott, who's like basically another sister, that she is quote unquote. When it comes to the bedroom, quote unquote, she's a lights off kind of a girl. And I thought, don't you really mean her? lights, camera, action? <laughs> really, Kim? She already had that. Right. After but... her acting debut, which paid off immensely. I'm dad. sorry. If I had done all that I had done to make my body look like Jessica I Rabbit, would, I'd put, I'd put I want, spotlights. I want a spotlight. I, I want a I, backdrop. I would too. Let me pose. What kind of a pose I, would you want? I would too. I, do I don't you, know that I believe her. Do you remember those two older women that um, did some YouTube stuff on Kim Kardashian's um, sex video? Oh, the three ladies. The, the three, three ladies. ladies. They were hilarious. Oh, hilarious. Hysterical. And what is that? There's no hair. Yeah. What's happening? I mean, don't you remember? Like, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a funny thing to go back and visit. The three, what are, were the names? Just I, I can't remember what they, they had like, a, you know, more than 10 minutes of fame. They, they had did. like a year and then and one were, of them died. Oh, one of them went to that. a nursing home. Oh, okay. They were all like in their 80s. But it was really funny. And someone showed them how to do Instagram stories. And they just did it on like sex tapes. 
Well, yeah, they watched different things that they didn't know about mm-hmm. and made comments mm-hmm. while watching them. And it was kind of cute. I know. I should make my mom do that. I well, would I was love thinking, to show her some and stuff. And my mom. We should hook up our moms. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay, Chelsea Handler was on. Closed caption, it would be required. Right, that's how it would be. <laughs> so Chelsea Handler was on Andy Cohen's radio show, and she was talking about her relationship with Ted Harbert, who was maybe still is the president of E. e? And how we know this, his sister-in-law was really helpful to us on our first year at the SAG Awards. She worked security. Yeah. And loved us. <laughs> she And loved our She helped us get into parties, parties and backstage. She was and Angie Harbert. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. And Angela. Ted's sister. So it. Chelsea dated him. We really met a lot of good people. Yeah. But she dated him for like three years. And she it told... It was like six. Oh, okay. But you know what, why they broke up? She had a threesome with Ted... Her massage therapist, a woman, and she realized she liked the masseuse better than Ted. This it, is why you can't have threesomes with ever. anyone you know. Maybe ever. ever. Maybe a stranger. I don't know. Raise your I hand if you have one. We're just taking a, a straw a poll. Straw in poll. Here. Everybody. Threesomes, everybody, everybody. Everybody. No one's looking or watching no. or who care. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so she realized she was like, uh, I was very turned on with this woman. I ended up hooking up with her several times without Ted, and I realized I don't want to be dating this guy anymore. I already got my TV show. Because <laughs> he did give her the TV show. I'll just help it speak. Yeah. Out. He gave her her start. Yes. And he was uh, the boss. He was the boss. And they seem like the oddest couple because he just kind of seems sort of a, like an uptight white dude in a suit. And with she, pressed back hair, you know. I don't but know. think of the launch. But she's funny. She was so funny. Oh, there, God, vodka. It's me, Chelsea. Yes. I mean, her first book. She was very funny, very. and her show was very cutting edge and funny until she got sick of it, and then we and all. And it, it happened it. quickly. Yeah. And it was all she got sick of talking to Kardashians. She didn't like talking about any shows on E, and there was just some light pressure. I would have been talking about I, the I E shows forever. I know you could have. But anyway, she didn't like it, and she nope. quit, and she'd made enough money, and yep. good for her. Okay. Very much. Vin Although Diesel. Jennifer Aniston and her are no longer friends. No. They broke up. They had a massive breakup. Yeah. I'll tell you why. Because even Jennifer Aniston didn't have the stomach for how mean Chelsea Handler was to Angelina Jolie and always making digs about her being adopting children and all. But you know what I mean? She didn't like that, Julia. She's nicer than covered. you. She's nicer than <laughs> I'm you. I'm just looking the other way. I only because because it would drag Jennifer Aniston's name into it. And she like, would drag Jennifer into she's everything. She's like, could you stop bringing up Angelina Jolie? Because yeah. all you do is cause me, me you know, yeah, pain. Uh, pain. She really did. Yeah. So and Chelsea couldn't. Vin Diesel is reportedly blaming Jason Momoa's overacting for the bad reviews of Fast X. I feel like Jason Momoa might be the only one in Fast X who's actually acting. Well. Vin. Who is the who's the blonde Michelle Rodriguez? She's not blonde. Uh, it, well, all right, fine. Yeah, but I got my brain there. Yeah, it was a curve. Mm-hmm. She apparently in a blind item on Bradley and uh, Dawn's show today has. Um, she back on drugs. She is. 
She struggles. She struggles. Yes. But let's get back to Vin Diesel saying that Jason Momoa <laughs> is overacting in Fast X. He's always got to have a beef with somebody. Last time I he was does. Rock. He always has to have a beef. And I got to tell you guys, I saw him in person at He's, the Montecito and this Hotel. Is why. Tell her why. Tiny. Tiny. Tiny with the, a huge head. He and goes big up muscles. to your calf. Yeah. Well, I, he's bigger than that. No, all right. A taller person. Five seven. Calf. Five seven, you guys. Out a good day. Yeah. In loafers. All right. We'll be back. We're at Al Burrito Mercado. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. We have been working with you for years, but we've never really talked about prenups. Give us the lowdown. Well, a prenup in the state of Minnesota is also called an anti-nuptial. So if you hear that, they're talking about the same thing as a prenup. Um, I encourage a lot of people to consider getting them, whether you have a ton of assets or little assets. It makes everything much more streamlined. You know what you're entering into. You've got your agreements in place if you get divorced in the future. They also address what you will do with your assets in the event of death. So it really helps for estate planning and it really just helps for the future to avoid disputes. I love that. Okay, so, but what about a post-nup? Post-nuptial agreements are simply agreements that people who are already legally married enter into that again will also address what would happen to their assets in the event of divorce or in the event of death. So again, these really can help streamline the process in the future. Great information and for your free one-hour divorce consultation, go to trustorlaw.com or use my tech keyword divorce.